You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. It's a beautiful Friday morning. It's a fire sale Friday. We're ready to get things going right here on the home of Alabama sports, the Martin Houston Show. We're live, local, and ready to get things going. want to invite you to get in on the conversation, and you can do that by calling us at 205 342 nine nine zero four two oh five three four two nine nine zero four the alabama one hotline is open for business and we'd love to bring you into the conversation you can also join us on the chat uh box to, via the chat feature as we're simulcasting on facebook live under martin houston fan page martin houston personal Tide 109, X's and O's Sports, uh, Alabama Tradition, as well as on YouTube under Martin Houston uh, Live and uh, at Martin Houston 35 on Twitter. So all of those are options for you to be a part of the conversation. So let's get things rolling uh, on this fire sale Friday. Uh, what are we going to be talking about? We have... Lots of conversation we can get into. We can pick back up where we left off yesterday with the Bama position group, uh, giving them a grade uh, and talking about the coach and tight ends is up uh, for the conversation today. We can do an NBA draft recap, uh, Heisman Trophy uh, conversation uh, around the award. Uh, Alabama, of course, having two players who are on the uh, ticket 
uh, Bryce Young, the reigning Heisman Trophy candidate, as well as Will Anderson, uh, the person who many believe is the best player uh, in college football, yet not the Heisman Trophy winner, not even a finalist to speak of that. And also, uh, we can talk about anything that you want to get to with it being a fire sale Friday. You're welcome to call us up and bring your topic to the conversation as well. Remember this. This is a day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Let's take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone, be the difference you want to be in the world today. Good morning, X. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Doing well. How about yourself? Uh, doing doing well. Doing well. And also, uh, <clears throat> um, uh, let's let's uh, make sure uh, that we uh, um, get things rolling. Uh, kind of uh, like I said, it's a uh, a lot to talk about. Um, you know, uh, with with. Uh, basketball and all of that. So let's do a quick NBA draft uh, recap uh, from last night. State of Alabama had a really, really good night, uh, but uh, the University of Alabama, not so much. Um, uh, and so uh, it, not, not so much in terms of uh, Alabama basketball, but the state overall. Uh, with Auburn having two players go in the first round and Jabari Smith, uh, the third pick off the board, you and Joe both said he would not go fall be- below uh, the top five, maybe even said top three. But uh, did you happen to catch his response as well as the response of Bruce Pearl regarding him being the third overall pick? And if you did, what are your thoughts about their comments? No, I, I didn't actually. I didn't get to start watching the draft until about pick uh, eleven or twelve last night. What what was said, uh, Joe? Did you did you happen to see their read or hear their comments? So, um, it, it it was just negative. It was like I got a chip on my shoulder. I'm gonna show. Uh, them Bruce Pearl talking about he's gonna show uh, Orlando and uh, who was the second pick? I just drew a blank on that. Uh, Oklahoma the- City. Oh, OKC. I'm gonna show them. Uh, and I'm like, what? Did you the number three pick? Are you talking about a chip on your shoulder? I mean, you know, it was just, it was just to me, it was a bad look, and it was an even worse look. By Bruce Pearl. Oh, they don't poke the bear. They don't poke the bear. And I'm like, are they really serious? He's going to, I'm going to do the talk and he's going to do the walk. So it was really, really uh, a, a bad look. So uh, to me, I- instead of it being all about him being the highest draft pick ever in the history of Auburn basketball, um, even though he wasn't number one overall, he still is the highest rated. Uh, the highest selection ever in the history of Auburn basketball at number three. Uh, and they, they never even talked about that. They just talked from the negative side. So uh, not all of it, but, you know, and the, and the reporters poked him with that. Uh, X, we're going to go to the phone lines right here. We have um, Curtis Lewis. Curtis, you're in with the Martin Houston show. What's on your mind, sir? Hey, yeah, Martin, I heard that also, that, uh, that little interview them two done and, 
I said, that's okay. Let them go ahead and talk like they talk. They offer, and that's what they do. But that's fine. But, but is that not just, not my, was it not strange, Curtis? Instead of it being like, that's still the biggest moment in a draft, and it sounded like you were whining about, uh, and, and what, we made, what it made me remind, reminded me of, Oh God! What was the? Uh, I I had his name the whole time. Played at UCLA. Uh, Rosen wasn't it? Rosen. Oh, that yeah, that Josh like Rosen. Josh Rosen. Yeah, and, and how instead of being excited about being a top ten player, he talked about he gonna show everybody and 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 all of this stuff, and he just never he never got there uh, because I think his attitude was wrong. And if I'm if I'm the Houston Rockets right now, I'm like, hey, does he feel like we're garbage? What what what's what's up with this? So anyway, that may not have been what yeah. you called about, but I just thought that was that was it. It was to me, it was just such a bad look. Uh, for it was. Tigers. It was a bad look. Well, yeah, I, I never didn't call about Auburn though, but. Uh... <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> but but now. I was equally disappointed with my Celtics pick. I mean, we talking about a team that could have got a, that that needed one thing, one thing. You need a ball handling point guard, a point guard, and you go get one kid who is known for his turnovers. <laughs> what do you yeah. get this guy for? I mean, I great. I'm I'm happy that Davidson got picked because none of the other Alabama guys got picked. So I was happy he got picked. I like go anywhere, but but the Celtics. You know he ain't gonna let Parker ever see the court for a while outside of the G League. They got to change the name from JD to GD Davidson, but that's okay. But, I, but I Curtis, do you think that do do you think that pick speaks to why he was a second rounder and and what their intentions are though is that everybody said that this kid he he. he in high school, he was so dominant because of his pure athletic ability, uh, yeah. pure athleticism. In college, he was still dominant from the athletic side. However, the speed of the game was kind of rough on him. And will they put him in the G League thinking, if we can teach him ball handling and to catch up with the speed of the game, he will be a dominant player but yeah. to your point, unless that changes, he's going to be in that G League for a year or two. He's going to be in that G League till he retire at that point. Yeah. You don't I think he's that kid. ball skills? Yes, my high school team. My high school team took him slap apart. I'm like, why in the world this guy's rated so high? I said, he's done absolutely nothing against, against my high school. My high school had a couple of good players. He had Antonio Kite. Who's at Alabama now playing football, but still he had Antonio Kite, and Antonio Kite took that guy to school. Like, yeah. I, I just didn't see it in the guy. Kite, Kite could have played basketball at, at the D one level, couldn't he? Yeah, yeah, he could have played basketball at the D one level. Yeah, and he thought he was going to have a chance to to play both sports, but you know that's not going. That's really a pipe dream, right there. I mean, you got to pick one stick in that lane, but yeah, Antonio Kite got some handles. That kid can handle the ball and he can shoot. He was just yeah. a better DB. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I, like so I, I, I think. Go ahead, Xavier. No, no, no. I, I, I was just saying maybe, maybe Kite is a guy that can can handle JD. You know, 
it, it, that's the reason I asked because, you know, Kite, you know, you say Antonio Kite, he's the football player, but the, the kid was just as good of a basketball player, you know, and just one of those. He was, yep. A lot of people thought he was a better basketball player than than football player, but I think it's just because of the way the coach used him in football. But um, but luckily, like, he just had natural ability. If it wasn't for the fact that Sacred Heart shut down that basketball program like idiots, he wouldn't have never went to Anderson. He would have still been at Sacred Heart. <laughs> but and he took Sacred Heart to I think two two high school championships. But oh, wow. that, that kid just a natural athlete. He can yeah, play. Yeah. He can play. And I think yeah. the other thing that I was gonna gonna ask you guys about now with um Manning choosing Texas, were you happy he chose Texas or were you sad that he chose Texas and and why? Oh I I I'll let Xavier and Joe go on that one first. X, you're up. Well so this is what I look at. <coughs> Excuse me, um as a as just a fan of a game, I think it's a, a really good fit for him. You look at Steve yeah. Sarkeesian, what he's been able to do with uh, quarterbacks and things like that. You got to think he's had four of the last three number one quarter uh, – three, my bad, three of the last four number one quarterbacks commit to play for him. Bryce Young, Quinn Ewers, and now Arch Manning. And so, as, as just as a fan of a game and what, you know, the Mannings bring as far as the knowledge of the game, I think Stark is a perfect guy to mold him physically to be better. Uh, yeah. But just really as an Alabama fan, you know, it, it's not that big of a deal to me, honestly. Um, we got Texas this year and next year for sure. If Quinn Ewers is as good as advertised, we're not going to see Arch. And then after that, it just depends on where Texas falls in the in the – realignment of the SEC, but no, I like Eli Holstein. I think he's a better athlete and has a chance to be better. Arch Manning is a great player, but at the same time, I think the last name carries a lot of weight with where he's ranked as well. I, I definitely wholeheartedly agree on that. Wholeheartedly agree. Now, what about, um, were you guys surprised that you guys probably already knew it. I didn't know it. But um, you know that Stark never won ten games as a head coach. Never had double digit wins. Yep. When you talking about in Washington and USC? Yeah, USC Washington. Yep. He never had a double win season. Yeah, I, I uh, yeah, and that's what I'm saying is he Sark Sark. He he's he's one of those guys that all of a sudden you dig deep and the results aren't as as good as you think are they're perceived to be. And and and, and uh Curtis, I'll I'll um I'll I'll answer your question. Um I, I think what's gonna be interesting is uh first of all, yours would have been in this class, right? Yep. All right, so he should be he should be wrapping up right now. So the the question is would he have been the number one quarterback if he was coming out, or would Arch Manning have been the number one quarterback? Um, no, you know, Ewers would have so, been in the twenty twenty two class. Do what now? Ewers no, yeah, right. would have been, 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 been in this class. He would have been this class. Yeah. And so yeah, but but here's the question, and 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 I can't remember. It was a follower uh, on Tide one hundred nine. 
uh, on their Twitter account uh, in, in, in a couple other accounts. He, he said, have these two guys ever had competition? Have they ever had to fight for a job? We saw that Ears didn't do it last year, and he left when he, when he, got, when he didn't get what he wanted. He's already chased money, um, and now Arch Manning coming there. Somebody going to be in the portal. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it now. I do not believe uh, that that this is this is going to be as smooth as we think it is. I think Sark. Uh, sometimes you get what you want. To me, this may be the dog chasing the you know that barks at the car, Curtis, and can't, yeah. finally catches it and gets that bumper, and then he gets his butt drug. I think Nick Saban and I, and I may be totally wrong on this. I don't know that Nick Saban wanted Arch to come. I think he. I think he recruited him because you 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 have to recruit when you don't know what the other guy's going to do. But the, the distraction, I don't think Nick Saban wanted to bring Arch Manning along with Cooper Manning, along with Eli Manning, along with Peyton Manning, along with you get it, Archie Manning to this program because to me it, I think it would have been as much of a distraction as it was, you know, on the field when he had someone like E.I. hosting as talented at the high school level. Uh, so uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, I, I, just watching from everything I've seen from the kid, great kid, I'm not going to say he's not going to go in there and, and push Ewer and Ewer end up leaving after playing a year. So because Ewer hadn't shown me anything yet except for that he's willing to chase money and, and, and jump ship. So that's true. Uh, so that, that's it. But, hey, Curtis, uh, I, I'll give you uh, your closing thoughts, man. Appreciate you on this fire sale Friday. Yeah, on the um, on us on Alabama always being in the in the portal in the JUCO ranks. Is that a is that like a blank on our coaches that we're not getting our players developed? So therefore, we need to go and find a player that's readily developed at that point, or. What do you think is the reason that we're doing so much transfer and JUCO, whereas we don't see Georgia doing any? What do you, uh, does that say anything about our coaching? I, no, I think it says – I think you'll see it happen at Georgia um, shortly. I think it's, it's the opposite of that um, is that we're developing guys, like at the wide receiver positions, uh, for instance, look at everybody who has left. I mean, for multiple years you've put in – multiple guys uh and 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 then i think it also curtis goes to the culture of the wide receiver position they're prima donnas i don't care high school level college level etc and what do we always said about the mentality of the alabama wide receivers that's different they have a julio jones kind of established we kind of come do our job and then our results speak for themselves I think this last recruiting crop that Saban got, they didn't have that, and they all jumped ship. So he lost a lot of guys to the to the pros. He lost a lot of guys to the to the portal, uh, and then he's had to feel that. But I think Wiggins uh, is is one of the top young wide receiver coaches out there. Uh, and I don't know if you know this, he's the second highest paid non coordinator on the staff. Yeah, that's true. But what about our linebackers, though? I mean, our middle linebacker, we're doing the same thing with our line, middle linebackers. I think that that was a – if you go back a few years, Curtis, we missed um, about three years in a row before Pete got here. 
I don't know if you realize that. We we were bad, bad, bad. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, and Moody was even one of those. Moody wouldn't have been here if Saban had gotten who he wanted. Um, it goes all the way back to a couple yeah. guys using Texas A&M. And I think, so I think he may have missed on recruiting there um, yeah. and had to create some depth. Um, and, and so uh, I think that's part of it. Uh, now we're we're going into a time where now you can start, I think, saying, okay, is are the linebackers getting better? Are the wide receivers getting better? Are these guys we're getting getting better? And now I think we can start to make that assessment to what your your point is. Well, I definitely hope you're right. I know we're chasing a linebacker now that's in the JUCO ranks as fast as all get out, but it seems like we got some some guys in the fold that's that's supposedly going to be pretty good middle linebackers. But Xavier's up with on the recruiting stuff uh, more than I am anyway. And I was wondering. I'll let you go on this thought, Curtis. If those okay. guys we have right now, if we those guys we have right now don't uh, develop, meaning the Lawsons of the world, because we got some dogs right now coming out of high school, which we've not had that. Christian Harris was the only one that was really of the of the group that that's been there. But the guys who are behind our our first two. If those guys don't develop into players, then you can't start asking, is Pete Golding good at developing linebackers? So we'll we'll, we'll continue that conversation. Uh, stay on and listen to us on the other side. We'll 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 talk a little bit more about that because I'll get Xavier and Joe to respond to that thought. As uh, well. All right, Mark. You guys have a good weekend. All right, thank you, sir. Bye-bye. All right, coming back on the other side, we'll continue the conversation. And Joe, Xavier, uh, coming out of the break, uh, I'm gonna get your thoughts on that. Inside linebacker development of players is JUCO the reason. Uh, I mean, we're going that way because we're not developing players. Uh, and then we'll get you in, Pat, as well. You listen to the Martin Houston Show, and we're able to do this because the great folks over at Taco Casa, Taco Casa, quality, taste, value, and the biggest uh, cactus in town. Make them your choice for your lunch and dinner needs on this beautiful Friday. Roll tight, everybody. We'll be back in just a moment. So be sure to bring lawn chairs, blankets, coolers, but no alcohol. Food trucks will be on site. All brought to you by Pepsi, Tuscaloosa Tourism and Sports, and First Baptist Church of Tuscaloosa. This Saturday, June 25th, featuring the movie Old Yeller. Try it again, sister. Old Yeller will bust you wide open. For more details and full movie lineups, swipe open the free Tuscaloosa Thread app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Thunderstorms developing the heat yesterday across here, but not many areas benefiting from the cooling. Small chance of an afternoon shower storm today, the high of 96. Drop to 73 overnight. A little better chance of shower storm tomorrow. Today, come high 95. 
I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 73 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205 292 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. The sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome back in to the Martin Houston show. And uh, just want to uh, thanks Curtis for that call. I had a couple good questions there. Um, Joe, uh, check, check in with you. Get your thoughts uh, real quick on, uh, first of all, the um, inside linebacker position, because I, I think I've heard you say that you're really excited on a couple different occasions uh, about the inside linebacker uh, crew, and so um, I'll kind of mix in Curtis's question with uh, with with your excitement around that group. Would you say that if if none of these you know four or five star guys that we've gotten uh, don't end up developing, uh, do you start to ask the question uh, around uh, Pete Golden, who can be judged on a couple of? Ca- couple of different ways as an OC, I mean, DC, as well as a position coach, do you start questioning his ability to develop talent uh, if we don't see any of the guys that's been recruited in uh, making it? Um, I'm not if- – I'm not. I'm not really like a big time looking to criticize coaches for 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 things like that because a lot of, one, I believe in Deontay Lawson, and 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 two, I've I've kind of been a Pete Golding stand for a long time because I feel like he gets a lot of unnecessary, unnecessary criticism. Um, I'm a big fan of of Christian Harris. Look at the way he developed over three years, uh, became a, a second round draft pick after having never played the position in high school. Um, right. So, so, so I, I think you know you you lost Jackson Bratton to to the transfer portal. I'm not real sure that that's going to be a huge loss for you. You bring in you you, you want to see what happens with with Kendrick Blackshire. I, I think that uh, the the arrow on the inside linebacker room is is trending up. I, I think that you know you go out and get Henry Toa Toa, but were you really n- no matter who you had, were you ever going to turn down that kind of talent away from Tennessee? Yeah. Uh, but but wouldn't wouldn't Henry Toa Toa though uh, Joe be part of what my conversation was? We missed on we thought we were going to get Nicobe Dean and we thought we were going to get Toa Toa. We thought those two guys, everybody were projecting both of those guys to Alabama. One chose Georgia, one chose Tennessee yeah. in the same year. I mean, that, that, and, and 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 that left you a huge gap. Yeah. So tech, technically, you would have had. Christian Harris, <laughs> you had Christian Harris, Toy Toy, and Nicobe Dean would have been your three linebackers. 
Yeah. Instead, we replaced them with, you know, Shane Lee. I'm not being ugly to Shane <laughs> Lee, you know. I mean, you see what I'm saying? Shane so, Lee, you know, slow of foot. I'm with you there. Uh, yeah. Miss, I think, I think missing on prospects. I, I, I don't, I don't know how big of a sin that is. I mean, they only they, they went. N'Kobe Dean went to Georgia and, and got himself drafted. Uh, right. Toa Toa went to Tennessee and then ultimately transferred out. Like you, you, you can't get them all. You, 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 you can't. Right. You can't, they're, they're not all going to come to Alabama. Uh, you know, I, I think Ian Jackson is going to be a, a pretty great uh, linebacker. I've already talked about Deontay Lawson. Who else is on this list that I'm scrolling through? Uh, I, thought, I, I think Sean Murphy is going to be ahead. a star. Uh, I think uh, Sean Murphy is going to be a superstar yeah, once he learns the system. Yeah, and, and, and Joe, what I was saying was, I think that Alabama wasn't used to missing, and they missed on about four inside linebackers in a row. And and when you miss late in the process, like we did, where do you go? Well, the the, the second-tier guys, a lot of them have already committed. So Alabama was, in some cases, taking guys, I think, that they would normally would not have taken. And then you take on top of this, the development of those guys was hindered how? You lost your starter in Dylan Moses. So I'm not going to make any excuses for a guy making a million and something dollars a year ever, okay? But I will say that Pete Golding had – a harder – he lost key players at key moments uh, early in his in his transition. I mean, in, in his uh, uh, addition to the Alabama team, missed on players unlike Alabama and usually don't miss uh, – we didn't miss at linebacker. Uh, and uh, Dylan Moses, and I can't remember who the other player. We had two Josh starters. McMillan. McMillan, that's right. Had, had, had guys get hurt that you thought were going to be your starters – and then all of a sudden, you have a thing. So I think I think inside linebacker. I would say if you were trending, you would say that there is definitely trending up, Joe. Um, and, and so I would agree with you there, uh, Pat. You in with the Martin Hughes show? What's on your mind, sir? Martin, there's too much to talk about. If we had a two-hour show, it wouldn't be enough. Oh, <laughs> the, the biggest issue. Let's go with Frisco first thing. State of California. Hey. Did, did you see where Nelson, who hasn't, who hadn't done anything, is getting a million dollars, a million more than seven figures? Nelson, the quarterback, committed to USC. Um, he just signed. He they said he just signed now. Now I thought you didn't have these in, uh, name, image, and likeness deals. Did not have a contract. It said now. This is of course you can't see it on the internet. It said he signed a deal for seven figures. Is he is he at USC or is he in high school? No, sir. No, sir. He's still in high school. He's in the twenty twenty three class. He's the number two quarterback. Well, I don't know unless California has made a law. Uh, yeah, he, they have. I don't know how they he signs have. it. In number two, if he signed it to come play at USC. He still can't he, – he, he could be technically rude and eligible. Exactly my point. That's what I'm talking unless about. They, unless California has a law uh, – and I don't know that they, answer they, to that. They, they, and I know <laughs> Here's they, your they, they, that's what it talked about. It said California is one of only a few states that allow this. 
And that, and here lies the issue. The NCAA has got to get something. I mean, they don't, of course, the NCAA is nothing, but they've got to get a governing body over this over this thing. And Coach Saban is absolutely correct. Here's your information, Pat. Uh, Malachi Nelson, yeah. number, number two recruit, 2023 class. This is from SI.com as of two days ago. Uh, Pete Thamel reports he, uh, he he expects to agree to nearly a million-dollar NIL deal b- before he enrolls in USC. He has already signed an NIL deal with H. Wood Group, a Los Angeles-based global hospitality firm with more than 30, 30 restaurants and clubs. It goes on to say California was the first state to allow high school students to profit from NIL deals, and the future Trojans are uh, enjoying the spoils. He's bought himself a 2022 Mercedes AMG LE 53 Coupe, and he's bought his mother to tears when he presented her a dream purse from Louis Vuitton. Well, like I said, start start thinking um, – uh, that's how. That's how. Uh, I asked someone, uh, "Would the NIL deal be the beginning of uh, stopping the Saban dynasty?" Uh, and uh, and part of that maybe is, uh, does a Bryce Young come across the country if he can get the NIL deals uh, that will be available in uh, California? California has so much more. Uh, uh, opportunity than Alabama uh, to to get these deals going. Okay, All right. next, next subject. Your son's absolutely correct in that. Oh, Sean Murphy is going to be a host, and uh, at <laughs> line, I, can, man, uh, I, yeah. I agree with X on that. That uh, uh, he's going to be special. And, uh, but uh, I got a call from an Alabama alum last night uh, talking about a hot shot cornerback uh, uh, that is that Nick Saban's got to step up his game if he even wants to get him to come visit. Man, I had a hey, this this is a this all this stuff's a crock of crap, Martin, on this. Uh, and uh, hey, but the but at, in that Texas. There's no way that oh he is going to beat out the mighty Quinn. The mighty Quinn is going to be the starting quarterback of Texas for the next three years. He but, won't be there I that do, long. I would be willing to bet at longest Quinn is only the quarterback for two years, whether uh, Arch beat him out or not. Unless something changes, this kid will be arrogant enough that no matter what he's done on the field – he will think he can leave after two years. Okay, that's All just right. my well, opinion, right. and well, that, that uh, may be part. That that I may be part of Arthur's thinking. Okay, All right, that makes sense. However, that uh, he don't understand. We still got the players in place, and it and it does look like we're going to get the two best offensive tackles in the country, besides. The next two best offensive tackles in the country, I think the big fin's going to be something special. And uh, but but with Proctor and their uh, big tackle out of uh, IMG, that we're going to have an offense that uh, we're going to go through Texas like hot butter. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> All right, hey, hey Pat, don't, don't ever forget Pat. 
that if you're a big time talent, sometime being on a middle of the road team actually helps you as a quarterback. Well, maybe, if, maybe if, if, you, if still, you come to Alabama, have a national title. <laughs> yeah, well, but these guys, these guys want a national title, but they want that league more. Uh, yeah. And so hey, well, they, um, they, they, they understand that if they wanted national titles, they should have come to Alabama. They, 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 they history repeats itself. Hey, and they don't, and they didn't ever get one. They understand. They, they got to understand that Alabama is where they should have been. Bunch of dummies. Yeah. All right, uh, hey, y'all have thanks, a blessed day. All right. Coming back on the other side, we'll continue the conversation. And like I said, hey, sometimes we, we assume everybody wants to play at Alabama to win the national title. Some guys think that the national title is great and wonderful and awesome, but some of them think the league uh, far outweighs that. And, hey, you play on the middle of a road team as a quarterback that that doesn't blow anybody out and is is always in a game and or, and or getting beat, then you get to throw the ball a lot more. So, you know. Um, so just maybe, just maybe sometimes these guys choose it for that reason. Who knows what's behind the Archman and the decision? Uh, a lot of people think it's just because of Sarch's record as a quarterback whisperer. So, uh, either way, Arch Manning commits to Texas. Uh, Alabama has their guy. We'll see the showdown at some point. And the irony of it, uh, of, uh, what happens when these two face off against each other, we'll be watching that and more right here on the Martin Houston show. We'll talk about it coming up next. Uh, you can get in on the conversation on the Alabama one hotline at 205-342-9904. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we start our Friday morning with a wreck on McFarland. This is westbound in Northport at the Lowe's Walmart entrance. We've got lane blockage and delays. If you see other conditions this morning, give me a call. Now you can get a lifetime powertrain warranty on a used vehicle, too, at no extra charge. From Townsend Nissan, they're your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said, it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn 
which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com as peptalks35.com or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904. Tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. All right, welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. We're sitting in, we've been talking a little bit about the linebacker position today, as well as a little bit of recruiting. And just to follow this up, Pat, you got to be careful about wanting history to repeat itself. Texas is the only program to ever land a quarterback that has scored perfect of 1,000 in their recruiting ranking, and that is Vince Young who won a national championship, and after next year, they'll have two on their roster. So got to be a little bit careful about that history repeating itself. But, no, uh, we also have Chuck on the line. Chuck, welcome into the show. Oh, good morning, you all. Uh, this interesting conversation. I've been listening to you all. I saw the news yesterday about uh, Arch Manning uh, committing to the University of Texas. I'm not surprised. Uh, let's face it. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian is the head coach there. A man who's worked with quarterback used to be at, at where you all are, and um, and I, I, I didn't I, I didn't see him going to Alabama because think about it, we we know the history with Alabama with coaches you don't know how long coaches going to stay there and having and, you know and a coach leave and then another coach come in and having to have to learn another system and I think at you at Texas you like I said Sark can work closely you get those coaches like Sark at uh, Texas and. Um, yeah, Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss. That we, we used to, both of them used to be at, at over where you all are. But uh, they can they can work closely with those quarterbacks and and and, and offenses. And, uh, and and I could see him at Texas. You know, Texas is is, is building a program uh, down in Austin. And uh, and, I, and I could I could, I could see him going there. And I don't know. I, I give I give uh, Arch about uh, two. I, I like your father said. I give him about about two seasons uh, being at uh, UT. And before you know it, he. He'd be in, before you know it, he'd be in the NFL. And, uh, and I, I look at it, he, 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 let's face it, he comes from a legacy. His grandfather, his nephew, I mean, his uncles, and, and his father, Father Cooper. And, you know, people have been talking about uh, being, uh, him being uh, Peyton and Eli's nephew and, and uh, Archie's, Archie's grandson. But they just said, hey, don't forget about Cooper. He is Cooper, uh, Cooper's uh, son. Uh, I remember, see, I remember Cooper and Peyton back when I was in high school. I'm a, I'm a long age with Peyton and Cooper when they were at uh, Isidore Newman at the same high school at uh, Newman. And by the way, uh, Archie's, uh, Archie's uh, high school basketball coach Randy Livingston and uh, and Cooper were on the state championship basketball team together in the early nineties. Uh, uh, Randy Livingston, Steve Livingston was a star player. He was he was a uh, McDonald's high school American in 1993, the year I came out of high school at. Uh, Newman uh, and you know Livingston played at LSU and went on to the NBA, but uh, yeah. And by the way, Cooper, they say Cooper was the most athletic of all Archie kids, and Archie sure probably was. didn't play. He probably didn't play quarter play him at quarterback on purpose. Yeah. Uh, so he didn't put that pressure on him. But supposedly Cooper exactly. was the most athletic of the the three boys. So. 
I, well, I can tell you, I can, I can write the book about it. I remember that if he hadn't had that, that neck, uh, he had that neck injury, they said if he had taken another hit, he, he would have been paralyzed. So he had to uh, quit football. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, th- thanks, Chuck, uh, for, for that insight. You're yeah, and, and you're right. Uh, the Mannings may have uh, appreciate that, but, but moving on. All right, I take care. Have a great Mannings, weekend. No, appreciate you, sir. The Mannings may have, um, you know, wanted this 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 pathway as well because uh, they want some consistency in coaching, and um, who knows? Everybody, everybody, you know, um, thought that. Uh, uh, Peyton messed up by going to Tennessee versus Ole Miss um, and turned out pretty good for Peyton. People thought Eli uh, following his dad to Ole Miss would be a mistake, and Eli did some things at Ole Miss that hadn't been done. And so uh, both of those programs improved dramatically while the Mannings were at the helm. Ken, do you guys think Arch does the same thing for Texas? I think Arch has the ability to, and I think like, I think with Sarkeesian being there, he's in a great position. And if Ewers is hyped up and lives up to that, you're not you're not having to rush him into it. You're not having to throw him into it immediately and put more pressure on him than he already has. He has the opportunity to potentially sit for a year, learn get adjusted to college football and then be able to compete for a job. Yeah. And he, and he's, and he's one of them financially. He's not in a hurry to necessarily get there, but uh, get to the league. Uh, if Louisiana, cause they say that Louisiana is going to pass the law. I don't know if they've passed it or not yet, but um, do you guys expect there to be an Arch Manning deal coming out of Texas? If, if Louisiana has, has signed that and did that play uh, a role in potentially him choosing Texas? Cause there's going to be some big money heading toward those top players that uh, go to Texas, the big Texas, not in any Texas university. I think the TCUs of the world and we know that SMU had money and was paying it out when it was illegal. So any of those schools may have the money to get these top players, but y'all think Arch is going to get, uh, have it be signing a big deal. Uh, if that situation, do you know if it's been approved? But I know it was on the docket for them to approve it for high school kids in Louisiana. Do I think he'll co- go back to Louisiana? Huh? Did you say, do I think he'll go back to Louisiana? No, 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 no. I'm saying because he's in the state of Louisiana, he has a four year of high school left and he's committed, committed to the uh, a, a, a Texas, uh, Texas University of Texas, and if he can get that money, does he get one of these? Start making one of these big deals. There's been all types of numbers of how much money he could make as a high schooler. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, in NIL, and he chose one of the most wealthiest cash flows alumni <laughs> size base. Uh, in the country, so did that play a part? And will we see him signing a deal here in the coming weeks if it's allowed? I mean, I mean, why not? Why wouldn't he sign a deal if he has the opportunity to make his own money? Like you said, he doesn't have a need for it. He he comes from a family that is very well uh, well off, and he doesn't have that need that some other kids do have. But I, I, I did, 
why not? I mean, make your money. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I won't I won't be surprised if he he gets gets a deal if it's approved. I don't know if it's approved yet in Louisiana. Uh, C.J. Watson said Arch's situation looks similar to Tua when he came when he got to Bama. Very interesting. Um, do, do you see the 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 scenario where that plays out? Uh, where you know you're one, there's Ewer, and he has the team. You're two. There's a splitting of the two, uh, and at some point, potentially, you uh, can't handle the pressure, and Arch maybe takes over, and then there's a battle for the following year, and Ewer goes to the bench. And Arch, I mean, I could see that. Great, great observation, CJ. I could see that playing out easily. Uh, I think it's a little different, you know, and when you look at it from the standpoint of – Comparing players coming out of high school, Quinn number one, Arch number one. Quinn has the height, and Quinn has the height, if not more height than what Tua had. Jalen had a Jalen came in and worked his way up to the top a yeah, little bit. Jalen was the freshman. Jalen was the reigning freshman SEC Player of the Year when Tua committed. Yes, I I, I know that, but. My point to that being is that all that the fan base wasn't even behind Jalen, and we don't know that yet what's going to happen with Quinn. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about uh, you, you having a guy who, cause if, he, if he lives up to the hype, everybody's expecting him to be the man. Uh, so you're going to have a, a guy who, I, I mean, they're hoping that he does has a similar season to Jalen, where he turns the program around. So. Um, and if he does, then, uh, uh, what's the name is just re committing earlier in the process than Tua did. Uh, but Tua came in knowing that there was a returning starter and that's what Arch, uh, is, is expecting to, to, to be coming into a situation where there's a returning starter in a program that's hungry for success. So it'll be fun to watch and see what happens there. Uh, let's, let's flip over from that. We really didn't talk about it, but were you disappointed with uh, – we'll do a couple quick rapid-fire guys. Were you disappointed with um, the Alabama results in the draft? Uh, it was about what, what I felt like it was going to be, honestly. Uh, Jay, I mean, Jaden Shackelford, he's gotten an opportunity to go to summer uh, ball, summer league with the um, – Oklahoma on uh, OKC Thunder, so he's getting an opportunity. But I mean, I didn't expect anybody outside of JD to get drafted. Yeah, JD going in at fifty-three uh, when, when the season ended. Um, you had to have thought JD was going to be a middle first-round guy, and um, uh, and that's kind of where he was projecting. And and uh, I saw the kid from Kansas. Braun go uh, in the middle rounds, and you just wonder, was that a guard that, you know, that, you know, once they got to see him up close and personal, uh, kind of kick, kicked, kicked him down the, the draft board a little bit. Uh, I, I just saw where we have a Joey uh, on the phone. So, Joey, we'll bring you in. Joey, you're in with the Martin Houston Show on the Alabama One Hotline. What's on your mind? 
Yeah, Martin, I really just sort of had one question and let you feed on it. Uh, who's the better quarterback, uh, Arch Manning, you think, or Colt McCoy? Remember, Texas would have won that national championship if he hadn't gotten hurt. I don't agree with that. Why, why does everybody <laughs> think Colt, Colt McCoy, Texas would have won? Won that game because of Colt McCoy. Answer that question first. Why do you think they win because of Colt McCoy? The same reason Alabama oh, fans think that they w- we would have won with Jamison Williams and John Mechie. <laughs> do what now? I, I don't. I don't think they was would. Texas I just have a lot of friends that are. Was, was Texas blowing us out when when Colt got hurt? That Had I Texas don't know. Again. I'm, I'm asking Pardon? the question. Pardon? I'm not saying I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm I'm asking why do you think that? Oh, I don't. I have a lot of friends who are t- uh, Texas fans, and they still talk about it. And I laugh and go, "Sure." <laughs> and I just thought you might find oh. it. I mean, it might be funny because uh, I mean they're talking about Arch and we're already winning a championship, and the guy's not out of high school. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, um, I, I I I don't know. Uh, I. Texas has so far to go. I think that the Texas game uh, would, would, would potentially have been more interesting, but I thought the Gilbert guy came in in that game and played great. Um, and, uh, you know, our defense just overwhelmed him, and Colt McCoy didn't play uh, defense. So um, that would be the, the difference there. Uh, and, oh, yeah. You know, and, and But as far as uh, uh, Colt McCoy, I mean, Arch Manning, or you or anyone, I, I think that there's a lot more that Texas is going to have to get than just a quarterback, Joey. <laughs> I think, You're right. I think, I think when you look at, you know, five, six seat losses per season, you need a quarterback and, 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 and more. So, anyway. Well, thanks, Mark. Have a good weekend. All right. Thank, thank you, sir. So, Joe, you, you, you think uh, Texas win with Colt McCoy? I mean, I'm not saying that, but I just think it's the same thing that we've heard for, from Alabama fans for the last six months. We would have won with Jamison Williams if ifs and buts were candy and nuts. We'd all have a merry good Christmas. Well, do you disagree with that? I mean, it's just a lame excuse is what I'm, is what I'm saying. We, we can't say that. But we can't say whether, whether, whether it was or wasn't. Uh, and, and, Joe, I've, I've said the – I've said the same thing you did. I, I mean, I've told Alabama fans that's exactly what we we said. Um, you know, when 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 we beat Texas, I said, "Do we want to be like the Texas fans?" Uh, Twelve years later, uh, if this starts Georgia, I said we're exactly where Georgia. I mean, where Texas was. I mean, Georgia is right where Alabama was when we beat Texas. Everybody said that that win over Texas wouldn't have happened. Uh, and that that Texas would be back and Alabama would not become the dominant program. I said, that's what we're saying right now about Georgia. So I agree with your your, your sentiment when you say that. Uh, but since I'm a Bama fan, I'm a, I tell them they're delusional, right? That they wouldn't have beat us. And that's what Georgia fans tell us. <laughs> so always, always interesting conversation for us Alabama folks when we get put on the other side of the coin uh, of of uh, doubt and questioning. Hey, man, we didn't get to 
hardly any of what we were planning to talk about. So we'll kick that can. That's the beauty of it. We, we're we on Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 every day. So we'll kick that can to the other side, uh, pick it back up on Monday. I'm Mark Houston. Uh, that's Xavier of X's and O Sports. Check him out on uh, various social media outlets, including Facebook and uh, and several others, so you can find him there. That's Joe Gaither pressing all the right buttons. Thanks to all the callers, listeners, viewers, and chatters for being a part of the Martin Houston Show. Hey, join us at Harvest Church this Sunday at 10 o'clock. We'd love to have you. Uh, for everybody out there, remember this, trust in the Lord always, lean not your own understanding, all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. Roll tide out there, everybody. Have a blessed day. It's a celebration. Thank you.